Welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. Uh, happy Tuesday, everybody. As you may tell if you are watching this on YouTube, we are in a little bit new of a setup. I'm very excited for changing the space of the podcast. I'm loving it, um, but I, I'm a little confused as to where I should be looking <laughs> right now. So forget that. Anyways, in today's episode, we are going to talk about six books that I believe will help you build that it girl mindset. Welcome to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. I'm your host, Marley Fragging, and I'm here to help you filter out all the bullshit and become the next It Girl. This podcast explores the reality of what it really takes to make it out there. As it turns out, it is way less Instagramable than I thought it was going to be. I'm still very much a work in progress, but there's simply nothing else I'd rather be doing than chasing my dreams. So let's learn from my mistakes and work together to achieve our dreams with more confidence, clarity, and direction. Let's get after it. We're going to go through some books I really believe help build an it girl mindset. I have read all of these books. And by read, let me clarify, I have listened to all these books. I am not a reading girly pop. Reading for me is very hard uh, because I'm dyslexic and getting myself to sit down, focus, and read for a while is not my favorite activity. I honestly would much rather watch TV and I want to say that no matter what way you consume information, listening, visual, reading, whatever, as long as you are consuming information, it doesn't matter the method. So I'm a big Audible girl, so I love the Audible membership. I think a lot of people can have reservations about self-help books. A lot of people think they sound the same. Some of them do. Some people might feel embarrassed to be reading self-help books. To say you are reading a self-help book potentially makes people think like, oh, you feel insecure, something is wrong with you. And that is like 100% not true. Reading self-help books is about bettering yourself, wanting to learn, hearing how other people have experienced things and changed their point of view or, you know, grown. So I don't think self-help should come with the connotation that something is wrong or missing. And I think that is a very, it's just a misconception. Anyways, self-help books, you know, I do think, you know, have become more popular. The conversation around mental health has obviously become more popular. People are much more open to talking about growing and bettering themselves than it used to be, but just wanted to say that. So to start us off in a fun note, I wouldn't necessarily actually say this is a self-help book, but I, I do highly recommend reading this book. It is called Down the Rabbit Hole by Holly Madison. It's about her time living in the Playboy Mansion and the unrest she went through while living there, the dynamics between the girls, you know, how she viewed herself, you know, her self-talk, her relationship with Hugh Hefner. And I think this is a really good book to read for somebody who is like, in their early 20s to, to mid-20s because it just goes to show like you could be a playboy bunny and still be facing insecurities. Just because, you know, you were living in this huge mansion and your life was all made doesn't mean there wasn't issues. You know, yes, Holly Madison now has a platform and, you know, a lot of people know her by name, but like a lot came with what she gave to be 
a Playboy girl that lived in the mansion and Hugh Hefner's girlfriend. And she is very open about the dynamics in there. And I think it is just really eye-opening for us to look at that because you can see in your life what you are maybe conforming to to fit into a certain type of box and what you're giving up. And, you know, she throughout the whole book really learns to, like, find her her voice and, like, you know, realize she didn't want to be in this situation, relationship anymore. So I think it's a great book for anybody who's looking to grow their power. And it's also a fun, fun read. The audiobook, she reads it. And there is a sequel. It's called The Vegas Diaries. Also a good book, but uh, I I was more affected by Down the Rabbit Hole because I had always glamorized Holly Madison being a Playboy bunny, so sparkly, whatnot. And, you know, it's just not as glamorous as it may seem. All right, moving on. Total twist here. But I'm obsessed with this book. It is called Girl Logic by Liza Schlesinger. She is a comedian. You might know her from her Netflix specials like Elder Millennial, Freezing Hot. Like, you know, she's a very famous female comedian. I'd probably say one of the top five female comedians right now. And she wrote this book. And Girl Logic is so interesting because it talks a lot about how we talk to ourselves as women, how we talk to others as women, how we will play into talking about women positively or negatively, depending on like what men think. Like it's just a very interesting book about literally girl logic and how there's like these unwritten standards that we kind of all think or all say. And, you know, everyone like understands a vein of it, but it's very hard to put your finger on. And she is, yes, very funny. And there are a few moments in the book that are funny, but like for the most part, it's actually kind of a serious book about the way women should think or why you're thinking these things that are not necessarily true and, you know, just societally pressured into thinking this way. And one of my favorite parts in the book she talks about how in one of her Netflix specials, she refers to, like, a group of women negatively. And, like, it's the biggest regret of her jokes because she's like, I should have never talked about a group of women, like, that way. It's just a very interesting book. If, like, you're feeling like, you know, you're kind of stuck in your own bullshit, uh, you need to get out of your way a little bit more. I highly recommend Girl Logic. Yes, I would really say that I read this at a point when I was like just learning to get out of my own way a little bit. And it was just like a very refreshing idea of like looking at why we operate the way we do. And, you know, is that societal? Is that taught? Is that learned? Is that, you know, from anxiety, whatever? So it's a very, uh, this woman is very smart. Like it's wild. The next book I wanted to talk about is written by Marie Hassestoffen, or Stefan. I'm so sorry if I don't know how to pronounce that correctly. She is the founder and kind of face of Rodeal, which is a cosmetic and like face cream, serums, like skincare brand called Rodeal. It's a UK-based brand. It is sold at like department stores and whatnot. It's a pretty high-end product. It's not super popular in the States, but she has written two books The one that stood out to me a lot was How to Become an Overnight Success. What I really like about this book is she talks about how overnight success actually takes 10 years, that you don't see any of the stuff that's going on behind closed doors. You only see, you know, the successful 
parts. You see the social media points. You don't see any of the, you know, product development. You didn't see her and her husband, like, wiping out the dining room table and having all the products in there. And that was the office they worked out when there was, like, two employees. It took 10 years for it to become what it is. I think this is a really great book for somebody who is maybe struggling in their career. They feel like they're still laying the bricks down and it just goes to show the length of time it really takes to build a brand, a business, or a career. There is no such thing as an overnight success. We see someone blow up on television or their business take off. And we're like, oh my God, they came out of nowhere. And the fact is that has been going on for years. We don't know how many failed businesses, failed careers, you know, credit card debt that goes into that. You only see the final product. And she really goes into the mindset of staying, sticking through that. And of course, like eventually how, how to become an overnight success, which is, you know, a funny name of the book that is not actually like what the book is about. I really like that. She has another book called How to Make It Happen. I like that book too. Uh, but How to Be an Overnight Success really stood out to me. This is a book I recently just read. It's called How to Be a Boss Bitch by Christine Quinn and Rachel Holtzman. So, you know, Christine Quinn from Selling Sunset, you know, she was removed from the cast or removed herself from the cast, but she wrote this book. It's a good, easy read or listen, because it's fun. It's girly. You know, she talks about sugar daddies. She talks about how she got to where she was in her career, had to say no, you know, how she came from working at Taco Bell to moving to LA to real estate, from acting and all, everything in between. The part I like the most about in the book is she talks about how there are different kinds, she calls them bitches. You know, there's like a maternal bitch. She labels all these different types of boss bitches that you can be to listen to her talk about the boss bitches and to figure out which boss bitch you are and then listen to the rest of the book through that perspective. She has some great takes on manifesting. I know everybody is always talking about manifesting. Everyone kind of thinks like, wake up and journal and think about it. But she talks about how she manifested by like being in the places she wanted to be and just like envisioning herself like living there or getting mail there. And like, it wasn't like a sit down practice. It was like, she was actively always thinking like, I'm, I'm driving to that dream job. It wasn't like I'm manifesting sitting here every morning, laying on the ground, like manifesting my dreams. So I really, I, there's some really great nuggets in there. I will say that some of the book didn't really necessarily apply to me. There's a lot about dating in there. And at times I also did feel like it kind of repeated itself, but at the same time, like it was a fun, easy read and there were lessons that I took out of it. I love, hate this book. It's called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And this is like a classic self-help book. This is like one of the OG self-help books. And everybody will tell you to read it or like I've read it. It's like OG textbook self-help. And let me tell you what I don't like about it. He's old, a little ableist. It's a little dated, potentially a little racist at times. So like I will give that huge caveat to the book. But I will say that there has been some concepts that have come out of the book that like I cannot let go of. The biggest one, which actually there is a – maybe just read the spinoff book. 
the spinoff book is based on a concept he wrote, which is called, like, you never know when you're three feet away from gold. He tells this great story about this guy who quit what he was doing, and then someone else came in and kind of picked up with, like, a little bit more information, and he literally was three feet away from finding gold, like, on this land. And, you know, it's a very interesting concept of you never know if you just push through a little bit more if you're three feet away from gold. You never know when you're, like, right next to it and, like, that thing's going to click. And it's a lot about perseverance and what you think will affect your way of being, you know, so it it's a good book because it talks about the thought. I do think at some points it gets a little dry and outdated, but there are if you can find a few of the concepts that click with you, they will resonate with you. I was in a book club when I read this book and other people really remembered other moments that I thought were so obsolete to me. And that's kind of the thing with self-help books. You never know what's going to click to you is going to click to the same, a different person and you never know what's going to click with someone else. But that concept of you're three feet away from gold, as you know, I feel recently that I'm a little burnt out on doing the podcast. I'm a little burnt out on acting. Like I kind of just want to like quit it all. I never know when I'm three feet away from gold. And like that kind of keeps me from not made this book worth being mentioned. The last two books are probably my absolute favorite. They are by the same author. And I'm going to talk about them both. Winning by Tim Grover. Eric is rolling his eyes on me. I will say this. This is my like trigger warning for this book. If you are not in a place to hear extremely aggressive advice and it's a little too like intense, it's just not for you. And it's not for you right now. Maybe it'll be for you later. It's just, or it's just not for you. I love these books because I think I listen to them with the idea of understanding what the message is, but understanding it doesn't need to imply at that intensity to every inch of my life. So winning. Tim Grover, he is a athletic, physical, mental coach who has worked with Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, and he is so focused on mentality. Winning is all about having like the mindset of getting to the place of winning and how you are constantly chasing winning. And here's the part that I think a lot of people get caught up with on winning. He talks about that once people win, they're already on to the next. There's not a lot of like satisfaction in getting there, you know, it's always what's next, what's next. So it's a very like hustle culture mentality. He categorizes people into coolers, closers, and cleaners. And the good, great, and unstoppable. I don't know what it is about categorizing, taking that mental inventory of categorizing yourself that is very motivating to me. And I also think it's very helpful to understand how you're going to process information, how you're going to approach things. And in his book, he only wants to work with cleaners, you know, clean sweeping it. And if you are somebody who likes to hear about athletic mentality, like being insane and just going for it and being structured and vigilant and whatnot, this book is highly motivating. Yes, he can at times maybe get a little preachy and whatnot. And, you know, he's male and it's can be very aggressive and intense. So maybe not all the times it's the most 
easy thing to hear or whatnot, but I like it. And I also love how he addresses kind of like your shadow. And I don't think that's talked a lot about in self-help books is, you know, he talks about, you know, being a killer, you know, whatever, whatever your darkness is and how that's a power and a strength and how you have to tame it. It's a very interesting conversation because I don't think everybody's shadow is as dark or as gloomy as others, but I do think it's important on your self-help journey to understand what your darker side is. And that's not talked about in a lot of that self-help books I have read. The last book I'm going to talk about is also by Tim Grover. It's called Relentless. Ugh. And I I can't wait to reread this book. I actually think I actually liked Relentless even more than I liked Winning. Maybe because it's newer, it felt a little more newer. Also, I listened to it on Audible and he reads the second one. I don't believe he read Winning. And he has kind of like a side conversations in between the chapters. It was very interesting. So it felt very personal. Relentless was refusing limitations, being relentless and demanding more of yourself. And I think why I liked Relentless so much was because it talked about how being successful isn't about talent. It's about like drive and work ethic. I think that's so true because we can we all the time see very talented people, people who would be really good at something and maybe they don't want to be good at that. They want to pursue something else and how actually being successful comes down to the work. And yes, talent will give you some help, but it isn't everything. Work ethic and continual consistent work is actually what leads to success. That being said, I love self-help books. I think they're a great, easy thing to listen to, great kitty corner to podcasts. And these are just some of the books I have liked. And, you know, I am a big Audible girl. So there's this app, it's called Headway. You can get a subscription, you can get a lifetime subscription, and it will summarize books for you in like 15 minutes. So that is a great way to digest some books that you you think you want to read and maybe you don't want to spend the full time. But honestly, I highly encourage to listen to self-help books, even when you don't fully listen to them. Having them on in the background and having positive energy about improving yourself, just going, even if you are not sitting there taking notes, I think will just genuinely bring up your vibration. Thank you so much for listening to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the show. As always, we'll see you next Tuesday.